I mean, if he's fucking smelly, and you could like smell him, I can smell him. Yeah, it's time to take a fucking shower. Yeah, we had one guy. I was working over at AutoZone, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's funny. A lot of my stories originate from. So I was over at AutoZone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wild. This cat. was a new guy, and he seemed very feminine. He had the ponytail. He had the fucking the tight jeans. He just looked weird and yeah. offsetting. Yeah. And so uh, no one really noticed it. A week or two go by and then you know, people start talking to each other. You know, that guy smells kind of weird. So one day we're doing our stretches in the morning. Uh-huh. And I just, I get a fucking whiff of fucking gigantic, like offsetting, you're startled in your tracks whiff of just fucking B.O. Like no deodorant, straight pits. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look behind me and homeboy's sitting right there. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And so then lunchtime comes around. And this guy stands next to me again. And we're doing our stretches and I fucking smell this guy. And I'm like, what the fuck? So very aggressively, I kind of like shuffled over, kind of looked at him, (laughs) Uh kept doing my stretches, and then this guy moved forward and stood next to me Uh again and got close to me. And I'm like, nope. So I went up to the advisor at the time, and I was like, hey, I don't know what you guys' rules are on this shit, but, uh, you know, homie smells like fucking garbage. Yeah. It chokes you, B.O., like motherfucker hasn't taken a shower in three days and Hasn't put on deodorant in between then either. Yeah. And uh, I think they talked to him, but he still smelled like shit every day. (laughs) He didn't really work there much longer after that, but... That's funny. Yeah. What what if that becomes like a protected class? Like, stinky fucking person, you know? They treat him like the poor, like homeless. Like, there's... They're the homed homeless... There you go. It's like uh, there's men, women, tunas, uh, and stinky fucks, and stinky <laughs> fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> they've been talked down to for for a millennia, <laughs> and now it's time for them to revolt. They've had enough. <laughs> the stinky fuckers are the new rich. Hell yeah! They're gonna perpetrate on all of the other people. <laughs> So I wanted to talk about the uh, upcoming event, but I'll wait for James to get here. Yeah. Um, I guess what we can go into is, uh, so obviously last Saturday it snowed fucking hard. Yeah. How was the weather and the conditions um, in Redlands? Uh, you know, how was the freeways? Was How was the city streets? It was cool. It, it snowed here for for a little while one day and it's pretty awesome but because of the low elevation i think it didn't stick at all so that was nice and like it was so funny because so many people didn't go to work well like i went to work and i went rock climbing and all kinds of shit i just went about my day you know as i used to live in colorado and doesn't doesn't really bug me much but it was cool it was like um I don't know, it wasn't even that cold, it felt like. It, it got really cold when the snow fell for a little while. But 
all in all, it was not, it wasn't terrible. It was cool to see, and how all the uh, all the local hills that I've never seen snow on had snow on them, like Blue Mountain, and then whatever that that range of hills is uh, that separates Redlands from uh, like Merino Valley. Those were all uh, covered in snow. It was dope. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, so I work in Hesperia. And uh, so I left my house Saturday, uh, say afternoon. There was some snow. Uh, I had woke up, opened my door, was like, oh, shit, it snowed. It was flurrying a a little bit. Um, So I left Victorville. Streets were okay. You know, they were wet, but they weren't frozen. Mm -hmm. Um, Got to Hesperia and probably got two or three inches of snow. Um, flurried for a little bit more, um, and then so that was like three o'clock. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Talking about the uh, the snow on Saturday. Uh, by six o'clock, it started snowing pretty hard again. Uh, things were starting to melt at that point, and then it was just like full on winter blizzard. Uh, People fucking were driving like idiots. They were trying to drive fucking everywhere fast as shit, being unsafe. Almost got rear-ended, you know, the the typical shit. Yeah, Um, Snowed hard for about an hour, re-layered everything, um, and then flurried the rest of the day. And then about 10 o'clock, it got below freezing, and uh, some of the water started freezing. Yeah. Um, And that's when things got sketchy. Yeah. Because I was on, on the road delivering and people were just sliding everywhere i started to slide i drifted a fucking an entire big ass turn in the middle of an intersection really and i drove a front wheel drive car so that was a little sketch yeah (laughs) but uh i made a lot of money that night dude yeah people people paid you for your uh your daredevil delivery oh hell yeah there was a bunch of people who were just like i can't believe you're out here in this and i'm like yeah and i still can't believe you fucking ordered you lazy bitch i know can't believe you're fucking heartless like that <laughs> uh-huh. that's cool how was the snow uh, for you james on your side which day the day i ended up playing hooky from work and got new tires from my suburban romped in the snow all weekend uh saturday the uh the biggest snow of uh the season I think that's the day we got tires and then we went up in some back roads uh, let the girls play in uh, fresh snow instead of you know already been played and peed in snow you have the snow that smells like tuna I don't know about tuna snow but it was, it was pretty nice there's nothing wrong well, with peeing in snow buddy alright you should have let him play I wouldn't play in there but you should have let him Fresh snow, time to go. Yellow snow, never go. Uh (laughs) I got one over here, Stacy's house. Hi, Stacy. Yo. (laughs) No. Yeah, I got a good one. Yeah, she had a breakdown on the Schwab, and uh, one of the caliper books fell out. Oops. So it's that bad. Yeah, I wouldn't drive it. It's not safe. Caliber <laughs> bolt fell right. out? What? Yeah, uh, I think it's an 8 by one seven five. 
What, what's a fine thread? Mm. What, 25? I don't, I, I don't know. Which one? Wait, you're seeing an entire bolt out of the brake caliper fell out. Yeah. Like it was vibrating for so long that that long ass bolt just shimmied its way out. It was more of a wiggle tip, you know, and it kind of says, Zip. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Customer complaint says, heard a loud clanking noise. Uh-huh. Can't stop anymore. Customer complaint. Almost. Brakes go to floor. Don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, that's Timmy Anshul. <laughs> no, I'm going to go out and work. I'm going to go change the starter on my truck. All right. I got it. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I think I'm going to take a dab before I go back out there. Hold on. Can I get a dab before I go? Uh, She's going to... I thought you were in such a bra. I'm going to take a wax it, guys. Nice. So, uh, Stacy has a cat named uh, Izzy, and I bring her toys and catnip and get her all high, and then I go home. I get her all worked up and yeah. crazy, and then, then I leave her home to have zoomies inside someone else's <laughs> house. The yeah. cat will crack it up. <laughs> Yeah, I, thank uh, you I, so I, I wonder how uh, a stranger's cat uh, sees strangers like you know who is this guest that comes into my house alters my perspective on life Yeah, you're his Every drug time. dealer <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, Stacy calls me she goes you're her drug dealer we always bring her cat yes Flips out until he leaves every sh- <laughs> That's funny shit. You know, I, I did hear that uh that catnip does have supposedly a negative long term effect on cognition in cats. Cognition, define cognition. Cognition. Uh I don't know how to define cognition in cats. I don't know what, what... Like, like cat crack. You mean like in their cognitive ways? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's cat crack. It just it goes. Yeah, south. like cognitive <laughs> fucking thinking and yeah. thinking and shit. Well, just, cognitive like, thought is a bad thought. Like you know, Hulk smash me angry, right? That's called cognitive, right? Yeah, that's Hulk cognition. <laughs> but we're talking cat. Yeah. Cognition. Oh. Hmm. Cat. I, I could say that because she. Like, <laughs> Go ahead. But I was just trying to think of like, yeah, like what what is cat cognition? Like, what do, what are the faculties that cats need that get degraded, that wouldn't degrade anyway? You know. So well, I don't. I, don't I, know. I, yeah. I do admit. I was gonna say I do fuck with her. Like I put catnip underneath the rug, so she has to like get all crazy underneath <laughs> the rug. Like uh, I put it in all places. Yeah. I had to hide the bag you gave me. Like it's crap. I had to hide it in the cupboard because she was flipping out, searching for it. It yeah. was on the table. Yeah. Hold on, let me see if I can get her to get out. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny shit. So you're gonna go out there and change your starter right now? No, no, no. It's just been one of those days where. Well, it's either that or I need to work out one or the other. So it's either I lift weights or I talk to you guys or I change out a starter. Uh, I need gotcha. to be destructive and some destructive and productive. Got you. 
Yeah, my starter's been acting weird too. It's it's like it hit, it hits dead spots. No. Kind of sucks. Like you got to turn the key over and it just spins. Like it just there's just no no reaction the first time that you attempt to to turn it on. Like it, it's almost it's almost like you have a like a low a dead battery, just about. But then you tr you just turn it to accessory and then you try again and it turns right on. So I'm not sure what the hell that is. Motivation. Yeah, it lacks motivation. I don't I don't blame it. It drove to Ridgecrest. So you're saying my starter needs more initiative, or, or, or totally, man? You need catnip for your starter. So if I just sprinkle it on there, it's like fucking magic and zing, that bitch will start it up. Do it. Do it for the Bad Religion poster, alright? I did the old tap, tap, tap room, yeah. and, uh, you know, no bunny. Yeah. That's alright. <clears throat> James had his first experience with Rock Auto. Oh, really? Really? Come on, guys. Stacy's over here cracking up. Uh, yeah, I, I did order off Rock Auto, and it's uh, uh, it could be considered almost like some uh, internet guy gambling shit right there. Really, a lot of cheap shit compared to. Well, yeah, I mean, because especially coming from all of our industries, seeing how much parts are, yeah, and then uh, a lifetime of going to a box store to get your part, yeah, like. Uh, I don't know. I accidentally bought spark plugs that were premium spark plugs that I didn't, didn't even know AC Delco made. Mm -hmm. And I ordered those on Amazon. And they were still like 10 times cheaper than at the store. And I didn't know that that's how cheap they were. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like you, you, you must have bought the ones that were mined by the, by the more skilled 12-year-old. <laughs> It's <laughs> fucked up the RV to try to make it. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. Oh, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the phone down for a second just in case I I cough too much. Right on. He will. I can never make it small enough. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Dude, dabs are serious, man. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> You know, I, I, I feel like I smoked a lot of dabs uh, in my time, and I just like, kind of don't like them anymore. It's too intense. Uh, I did it uh, once and was done with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you vape, Timmy, don't you? I, I am right now, actually. And that don't make you cough? <laughs> nope. As long as the coil doesn't get too hot, then you fucking choke on it because it tastes like burning. Yeah, if you don't get the heat right on dabbing, it definitely tastes burnt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like, when I'm in my house, I'm not going to smoke the ciggies. Yeah. What? Because it smells like fucking cigarettes. Oh. Well, like ciggies or e-cig? Actual fucking cigarettes. Oh. Hell yeah. The vape smells fruity. This particular vape smells like mangoes and strawberries. Oh. You want to hear a funny story about secondhand smoke? 
Sure. My buddy's uh, grandma, she was uh, like real German from Germany, like during like uh, the war. Probably both of them, probably. Well, anyways, my buddy was smoking outside the screen and uh, he got up to the screen and was kind of puffing cigarettes, smoking you know, from outside inside. And he was stupid enough to put his face against the screen when the grandma was yelling at him. And she knocked him out through the screen. Oh, she like punched him in the face through the window. <laughs> That's good. Oh yeah. Because she, she he was blowing smoke into the fuck. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed as fuck off too. I'd be super. All right, pissed. guys, I'm about to go outside. So Stacy, say goodbye. Goodbye. Later, Stacy. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Stacy, out. All right. Bye, cat. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, so. <laughs> Our big event. Uh, word is that it is a go. I'm working on getting a specific date. It'll be a Saturday. <clears throat> yeah. And we'll go down to uh, Laguna Hills. I'm down with driving. I'll go pick uh, James up. Go down to you and pick you up and get everything loaded and then uh, head down. Right on. You know. I hear people eat mushrooms in Laguna Beach. It's just, Honestly, it's just something that I hear, you know. Because yeah, this is what he sent me. He said, uh, he said it's a go, and his buddy said, um, "Yo, they said you can do the podcast in the shop, but it has to be in the morning before anyone is working. I can tattoo you guys, but when the first artist walks in, we have to cut it." Yeah. Uh, first person that walks in is usually about 10 a.m. Yeah. So we would it'd be early. That's fine. like we would have yeah. we would need to leave here by like uh, 5:30 or 6. Yeah. Probably 5:30. Yeah. That way we can like get there, set up, start at 8 and have you know an hour, hour and a half to record. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, I love Laguna Beach, man. Or Laguna Hills. That that whole area is pretty nice. They have that really cool uh, nature preserve uh, there. I like I like hiking over there. It's cool. Yeah. And then all the art galleries are are pretty fun too. I I bet you they're just totally different from the last time that I that I was there. They had a. I, well, they still have it. I think it moved from where it was, but they have the uh, Dr. Seuss gallery down there, the art gallery right on the beach. I hope it's still there. I don't know. I've never, never been there. Yeah, it's pretty sick. A lot of a lot of artists in Laguna. How do you get your art in them? You have to be badass. Oh, uh, jeez. Yeah, or have a lot of money. Because you're and I, uh, I think Ryan wants to go too, so I'll have to uh, get with him and see if he'll be down. He works Saturday night too, so I have to figure that out. Yeah. See if it's something he wants to do. It'd be totally worth it, man. It'd be awesome. 
Uh, you guys want to hear some shit today? Sure. I got told I was a racist today. Ah. Uh, well, fuck. At yeah, wh- where? About 15 minutes ago, by my neighbor. <laughs> Your neighbor told you you're racist. What'd you do, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you know what I told you happened the other morning? Uh huh. If I even want to say what I fucking did over here. Um, <laughs> I know what happened. <laughs> All right. There was uh, a bunch of undercover horns. Oh, no. Can you guys hear the train? Not really. No. All, right, good, good. All right. So I noticed to me what to be a weirdo out in the fuck one of the cars. I ended up confronting this fucking person sitting in the car and ended up being the undercover uh, ice agent. Yeah. Uh, like, I blocked him in with my work truck and everything. Like, like stupid move, right? So, uh, I was talking to a couple of my neighbors who I thought I was cool with and apparently now I'm a racist for judging them. Well, yeah, how did you become a racist for confronting an ICE cop? <laughs> I don't know, but but it, because I didn't come to them properly and like tell them, um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, may I speak to you? This happened, and you know, could help. I notice you had a family, and uh-huh. apparently I'm judgmental to them. I said you do realize like my last name, and they're just like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean nothing. And I was like, oh. Okay, and then I started getting upset. Like, I actually got like upset. Like, really, generally upset. Yeah. And oh, whatever. That's how you feel. That's how I came off. I apologize. I told him I apologize in every way. So I won't ever bother you. Talk to you guys again. Yeah. Excuse me. Forgive me. Goodbye. And they said that. Oh, you're just getting mad. So I'm leaving. I was like, okay, bye. Yeah. So I'm just actually confused. I'm not mad. I'm just really confused. Yeah. Whatever. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Whatever. Apparently, I'm racist. Yeah. How are you racist, though, if you went up to Homeboy and was like, hey, what's going on here? That makes no well, fucking sense in my brain. I actually spoke to homeboy and he was cool with it and told me not to worry about it. I actually spoke to the father and he don't worry about it. Yeah. Cool. The daughter that came out the, I don't like the way you, you came out of you know, you did this and that. I was like, well, she goes, you need to come to me properly. So I was like, well, you know, no disrespect. You know, I usually only talk to your boyfriend just so that, you know, your boyfriend doesn't like, you know, see me talking to you. are like, hey, why are you talking to that guy? So I usually try to go to the, the men uh, uh, into respect because that's just the way I was taught. Yeah. They were explaining that and they said, no, that was wrong too. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I don't know. It's fucking weird. It just seems like one of those things that they're they're upset and they want to make you feel like you're the fucking problem when really you had nothing to do with it. You were just approaching someone in your parking lot. 
No, no, no. It's not about me approaching the agent. It's approaching them. Saying, hey, not saying anything, but by the way, these motherfuckers were out here from midnight to four in the morning with their fogged up windows. I don't know why they're here, but... Oh, so they assumed that you were assuming that they were illegal or some shit. Yeah, or something. What the fuck? We've been neighbors for... Okay. It's not about neighbors, how long the neighbors I've been with them. It's about how long they've been neighbors with me because they've moved in maybe a couple years ago. You know, I've already been here forever. Yeah. You know how I am with all my neighbors, too. I've shown them to it's more of like a hey watch where you step these fucking weirdos are out here exactly but they took it as wrong as although even though we've been neighbors forever you just assumed that why would you think that about us yeah and then they um, they didn't want you to explain yourself they just wanted to be right i don't know right or wrong we have to remember it's still their opinion yeah it's not my opinion you have to remember their opinion has been violated assumed or whatever you want to call it. So we, we have to think in their way to better better direct ourselves to help shape, not redirect our, my biases. Because if not, I'm just going to take that opinion as that type of person. Oh, well, if that person thinks I'm racist, do you understand how the ra- racism begets more racism? So if I can't understand why they're offended, yeah. it's not going to correct. Well, I, by them not explaining why they're offended leaves you I, nowhere. It does. What I'm getting at. They just came up and called you a racist because they assumed that's what you meant, and that's not what you meant at all, but because they don't want to hear you out, you're still just a racist. I don't know. But you have to remember, that's still their opinion. It's their opinion to fucking be right, I guess. That's that's the way I see it. If they don't want to hear both sides of the story and they only want their side of the story to be the correct story, then... Fuck it, who cares? At the end of the day, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> it is what it is. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know how to how to completely it. Like I said, I was more I don't want to say I was offended because I gotta give a fuck but my thing. Yeah. But um but it's kind of it would be interesting to be second row back watching it too. Like, well I'm on here. Well, I'll just say It'd be really funny if the ice started knocking on their door. <laughs> Just say it. Like, damn, we should have listened to that racist guy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that racist guy. <laughs> he was trying to help us the whole time. But you know, like, what about all those? Uh, what is the? Oh, it's called a box raid. You ever heard of those? Where they be looking for somebody, not even at your fucking address, and those fuckers come fucking shit up, and then you're like, and then they're all like, oh, well, we're sorry. We, we're sorry we threw fucking flash uh, bang grenades in your fucking kids' room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's bot straight story after bot straight, and like, so what if, like, these motherfuckers weren't even here? Like I said, I called them out, and I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What's none of your fucking business? It's, you know, we're doing an investigation. I said, you're in my fucking parking lot, my fucking house, you know. Yeah. Over here being fucking sneaky as fuck, moving your cars and shit. And that's what originally caught my attention. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was like a pervert, honestly. 
I thought it was some dude like sitting in the fucking parking lot. That's why I pulled the truck up behind it, put the fucking lights on, and uh, I put myself in a fucking position where I, I would have the shot, and then, well, who knew it was a fucking cop? Yeah. But I told him, you're not even a real fucking cop. Where your fucking badge? Those yeah. right here. Uh, a little board or fucking badge on your fucking vest is your fucking badge, you piece of shit. Yeah. I said, it's no wonder fucking people hate you guys. <laughs> that shit gets me, dude. <laughs> you told him. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, I mean, it sounds arrogant and everything, but at the same time, it's, it's like. fucking true. You're sitting here being in the fucking parking lot. Yeah. And there, I only saw three. I could see three, but I had to leave the work. And I was like, after that, I was like, oh, fuck. You need to get the fuck out of here. You need to go fucking jail. Yeah. Because they were telling me, because I went up to the second one, and then uh, the guy, he's like, oh, you're interfering. And I said, you're interfering. It's fucking physical, you motherfucker. Yeah. You stupid fuck. I, Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So now, uh, for letting my neighbors know that there was stupid ass fucking wannabe cops in the parking lot and fuck at four in the morning. Now I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, you should have just let them be ignorant. But the thing is, too, is like you were doing a good thing. You can't really help. Um, I mean, sometimes I know that it's hard to say the exact right thing, but you can't know how people perceive information that you're getting across you know it's just a lot, a lot of things get lost and then when you have like a hair uh what, what do they call that a hair trigger fucking reaction somebody that cares so much about racism apparently that uh oh. they're, they're just not willing to step back and and uh, uh, you know that's uh, uh-huh. uh i was told by somebody of, of another ethnicity, if it's proper to say. The reason why people always say that, and it's so, that word gets thrown out on the playground really easy too, where to the point where what it is, is you've reached your very last, uh, what's called your playing card, your trump card, you know, your your yeah. ace, your very last one, where the last thing that you don't even know what the fuck to say anymore. Uh, that's your, it's because you're a man. <laughs> you're a man. Like, oh shit, forgive me for having a fucking penis, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, but it's a, I don't want to say how you say it, it's a trigger word, but it's that last thing that, uh, just yeah. like when you cuss, like what's the first thing you say, God damn it, or Jesus Christ, or yeah. why do you throw the names in? Uh, and then when it's your fault of doing some shit. But Yeah, when they don't know why you're a racist, but you're a racist because you're a racist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's fucking garbage anyway. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I just you just unfriend your neighbor, I guess. Yep. Unfollow them, man. <laughs> Sorry, cats, don't talk. One last person you gotta be nice to. Fuck it. Is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. A couple of days I was cool with the her spouse and uh, her, their dad or her father-in-law, whoever. Yeah. And uh, I see the dad. I talk to the dad. Talk about his car. He just bought a brand new, uh, brand used car. We're all happy. And, uh, the boyfriend, he's a uh, he's a little gearhead racer guy. He's got uh-huh. a couple of nice cars. But I saw a 
talking about his rims. You know, hey, man, those are nice wheels you just put on there, you know, last week. You know, you know your neighbor, you know, what do you, what do, you do? And I thought I was giving a, a, a warning, and apparently my warning was like, yeah. Yeah. Did you say ice? Apparently that's who they were. I mean, I don't know. You're telling me because I'm Mexican. That's racist. No, actually, it's because you're my neighbor, and this directly affects you because it's in our parking lot. Yeah, you could. They could. Hey, they could know. get profiled wrongly. If, you, I, I, you so happen to look like every other Jesus and Maria in the Hesperia uh, area, but you know. Yeah, I, I thought it was a uh, unique. Okay, okay. So that was one thing I wanted to bring up. I'll get off the subject of me being a piece of shit. <laughs> There's a train going by that us. I don't know how much. Uh, <laughs> back to come back. We don't hear the weird. train. Water. I'm talking. I don't think I'll be able to do this. Um, it was the Amtrak. Remind my fucking hot smooth hands. <laughs> getting distracted <laughs> that's funny uh, they started flying MREs into the uh, mountain communities with the uh, <laughs> sheriff's uh, helicopter today oh, really? um, a big piece of news out of Crestline uh, there is a grocery store called Goodwins. Uh-huh. Um, due to all the snow that they got, um, the store was directly impacted because a lot of that snow gathered on the roof. And I am not kidding at all when I say this, and I'm not over-exaggerating. The entire roof, the entire 1,000 by 1,000 roof fucking caved in in that grocery store, and that grocery store is now totaled. Damn. Yeah, so there's no shopping at Goodwins. The nearest store is like 30 miles away or 30 minutes away? The next one? Uh, I don't know if it's 30 minutes. Um, So from the Crestline area, basically Lake Gregory and the... um, uh, I would say Lake Gregory and then the big Crestline Lake that's there. uh, The closest store is a Stater Brothers in Lake Arrowhead. That's uh, the city next to it. Um... But then again, people can't really leave their houses because all of the roads are not paved. So they're kind of stuck anyhow. Oh. Yeah, so Goodwins is gone. State of Brothers is getting all the business now. On the one in Big Bear. Uh, Crestline and Lake Arrowhead. You know what I think is ironic about the whole uh, snow thing is... uh. All those mountain people uh, have a lot of choice words about all those people that come up and play in the snow. Yeah. You know, and you live in the mountains, okay? Uh, so I imagine it gets cold up there every fucking winter, right? And uh, imagine everyone's seen snow before. And if you live up there, just saying that you know what to do with, sorry, so that, that you know what the fuck to do in the snow. Regardless if you get 12, 10, 15 feet of snow. So for them to be crying 
in a lot of aspects. But yeah, I know life fucking sucks out there. I'm sorry for saying it, but are you fucking surprised at fucking snow? <laughs> and, uh, and you got to keep in mind they are still Californians, buddy. Southern Californians. Yeah, and and to be more detailed about it, they're all the people that have been living up there for you know the last five to ten years. They know what kind of snow they get. They know what happens when it snows bad in the first week or two or whatever happens. And, you know, everyone's trying to get their plows going again because it hasn't seen snow in a year. All those people are prepared. All They all had extra food. They're not worried about it. Yeah. They got firewood stacked up. But all these guys that have just moved up there, you know, they started hitting it big at work. They got that promotion they wanted. And they went and got their cabin up there. And they only had, you know this week's groceries and now they're all fucking crying we don't have any food we're so hungry help us those are the idiots those are the southern californians that are tripping the fuck out because they never lived in the mountains before and they thought what a great idea to bring my fucking honda civic into the crestline mountains during the winter try and drive it so there is an answer for you what was it being said, and because uh, I had asked, uh, one of my sergeants, I think they were watching the news in a mustard. And uh, long story short, you know, the Malibu house is following down, following down the house, and they're interviewing the doctor. You know, they're sir, you know what happened? He goes, Oh, well, my uh, it was very strange. I woke up this morning and my house started falling down the mountain. And I was telling everybody, Look how stupid this motherfucker is. And then I got corrected, and they said, you know that person right there probably has two doctorates or is a lawyer big time lawyer or some very very smart engineer he goes yeah he has an engineering degree or doctorate but he's a different kind of smart yeah he can cure cancer yeah he can you know build a building well if he could build a building he would understand why his house is falling down yeah he's a doctor it's a different type of smart it's a different type of uh, common sense it's different you know just like the, the cougar ate my poodle why i don't understand well because it tastes a good lady that's you know like coyotes eat a poodle and cat and anything furry yeah it's true too like uh like if if you were to go to I would say like pretty much any u- university is probably the same the same story but like I have experienced and then many people that I know that have worked in academia experienced the uh, stupid ass nature of engineering students and like it's not to say that engineering students are like dumb at all at all they're awesome at, at mechanical aptitude and understanding the finer forces of the universe and problem solving and all that stuff but other aspects of life are definitely like neglected and that shows itself in many ways whether it's a social awkwardness or you know just being generally insensitive to one thing or another it's just, it, it, you can't have it all you really can't have it all like James says you, you could you could cure cancer but if that guy gets a flat tire you bet your ass he's not going to be able to change a fucking flat tire <laughs> you know I've seen this thing on uh, the amount of 
like what it costs for not just skilled labor or the intelligence of your skilled worker. Uh-huh. Because you could have well, the Harvard housewife put together a cell phone at a factory if she had to. You know, like who couldn't, you know, work at an industrial job on an assembly line just zzz, 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 all, all fucking day long. Totally. You know, a fucking, a eunuch can fucking do that. Uh, but, you know, how smart is your fucking worker to say, hey, psst, worker next to me. The working conditions ain't that great. And he goes, I love pooping in the bucket and I love $2 a month. You stay out of this versus somebody like, hey, if we all get together, we can all get $5 a month. Yeah. Oh, there's a train going by. <laughs> we literally don't hear any any train noise, dude. Oh, I'm about to go inside. Oh, okay. That's funny. It's like the quietest train I've ever heard over the telephone. I think the train goes by and you can't hear us say that, that uh, <laughs> the train isn't making any noise. He just hears train and he goes, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm having a fucking flashback. that's funny yeah I mean same same thing I know that there were I wish I was totally well rounded shit that would be awesome wouldn't it it's like I could actually like the matrix matrix being rerouted or what no I, I, I wish that I was well rounded oh well rounded oh yeah like, like intelligently, like really, really well rounded, because I'm not, really not. I would be good at rock climbing, and I would be able to uh, to also play the harp, and also speak flawless Spanish. But I can't. Takes a takes a big rig. Yep. And that's okay. Well. I'm not ashamed of that. There's not too many philosopher mechanics, though. That, that's pretty good. Or a philosopher mechanic musician. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I give myself credit for what I try to do. I'm all right. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would, if you really think about it, uh-huh. how many diesel mechanics can rock climb and play a musical instrument? Yeah, you've got to be unique. I don't know, man. I encountered one. I encountered two actually. So, but it's a small world in the mechanic industry. So, you all know each other anyway. It's true that there's only so many technicians. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's good to it's good to think positively like that anyway. I think life uh, nowadays especially like social media and especially like in the spiritual community they kind of don't like some people don't like to uh aggrandize your individual characteristics for for fear of inflating your ego i guess but there's nothing wrong with recognizing what you're good at you know especially if you actually had to practice to be good at, at something what do you think of uh arrogant uh athletes like on camera uh, so prime example uh, is it Pey- Paint Manny my girl daughters are always making fun of him throwing his little tinder t- uh, tapper oh I haven't seen that yeah he'll like throwing shit and they all do it uh-huh. no I'm gonna say they all do it a lot a lot of in every professional sport 
Yeah. I should say, we'll say they do it. I don't want to say all athletes do it. I mean, you know, raise it. <laughs> They're going to be like, you're racist, James. Not all athletes <laughs> do that shit. <laughs> they were like, no, it's a foul. You, like, literally hit the player in the face with the baseball. <laughs> no, I didn't. What's that guy's name? Kurt Busch, the one that likes to fucking start problems with people in uh, NASCAR all the time and crash them. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yeah, it's the the Kurt Busch of of athleticism. Uh huh. God, there's so many there's so many athletes that are like that though. I imagine I, I don't really watch sports, so I don't really I don't know too many, but I can only imagine. Well, what were you gonna say about him? I don't know. I mean, I have I have trouble with athletes and how much they they earn. I'm getting a phone call from work. Hold on. Oh, okay. Ah! You should chime them in, connect them in, merge the call. I think unless they're calling Tim on Discord, he can't really can't really do that. Cold out there. I can't feel like the summer cold weather gear, but yeah, came into a warm house and now I'm hot. I do like the cold weather. Is it is nice. It it's pretty. It's cool to run in. Oh yeah, for sure. I was thinking about running today, but my back was hurting. Like uh, I went rock climbing yesterday, and I was on. I was in this crazy like uh, horizontal, horizontal position. And I lost my grip, and I fell pretty far. And yeah, and it didn't hurt immediately, but after I started driving home, I definitely felt my the very middle of my back was like, "What did you do?" You know, I flopped pretty hard, but that's okay. It's part of the game. I do wonder sometimes, like, with how often I fall, or how often in general that people fall in uh, in rock climbing. Like, ha- you should probably get adjusted quite a lot. Like, probably like once a week or something. Oh, good. So, did you did you do it? Did you finish? No, I got um. That, that lady took, I'm sorry didn't mean to say lady that person uh-huh. the me animal whatever the fuck they were called uh, <laughs> the uh-huh. is, is, is animal offensive now too yeah can you tell your dog he's a dog your dog's a person wait hold on I'm gonna offend my cat hold on I'm gonna look at the food yeah hi about I just want to let you know, you're a cat. cat. Sorry, do I identify you? Cat. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a yeah. shit. Just give me food. <laughs> do you think? Do you think dogs know their dogs? Or do you think that, like, in their perspective, that they're a child? Is there, you know, you invite them in, into your house. They're they're a puppy. They just grow up there. Do you think that they know they're different, or? I think they do. I, I think dogs dogs know that they're different from us. 
I, I, I don't know why I think that way because I, I haven't really done any research into animal like I don't know I don't know what you would call that kind of study stuff but uh, just intuitively I think that they know that they're different but they like us anyway okay well what about uh, other animals or beings that people say are intelligent I mean do you think a starfish knows it's a starfish Starfish, I feel I don't know when when you get to that level of of difference from our uh, ability to imagine what their perception is like. I don't really feel like we can make very many guesses about their cognition. You know, we don't know we don't know what their reality is like. We don't know what they're able to perceive even. Oh, we know what some of it, but not all of it. just the thing that what what is considered intelligent and then you know like I said I'll do something like set up a camera here in the park and then as soon as I leave the room the one cat is uh trying to break it or get it break pull it off um, yeah I just built a cat condo uh-huh. uh last night not even 24 hours ago yeah and uh there was this little doohickey thing hanging off of it as he has zoomies and uh, I came home, right? I'm sitting on the bed rolling a blunt, and Fondue walks in the room, and he kind of like makes some weird fucking cat noise, and he just like literally patooey spits out the the fluff ball, and he's just staring at me. And I'm just like looking at him. I go, "Oh, are you a good boy, or did you have to break that, or like it? it I don't know. It's like they already just are doing everything they can to destroy this uh, new cat tower." <laughs> Just the way he presented me the, the fucking the little, I don't know how to explain it. I should take a good black and white picture of the little fluff ball with a bell on it. That's hilarious. The one I still do. So I didn't get called into work. Oh, what they want? Usually when this manager calls me, it's, hey, uh, what are you doing? Well, uh, you, you can do the best lumber. Long, well, yeah. uh, no. Uh, <laughs> guess one of my managers cut his thumb open today with our bread knife. Uh, this knife is so sharp, and it's only used to cut bread, and every so often some onions. Uh, this knife is so sharp, the company only comes out once a year to sharpen so, yeah, he, he sliced his shit right the fuck open today. Oh, man. That's and nice. fucking bled everywhere. Had to go home early. Now he's on light duty and he's trying to fill out fucking workroom's comp and shit. Yeah. I don't know about it. <laughs> it seems like every day something happens with this guy. Yeah. He finally, finally nailed what he needed to do. I fucking guess so, dude. He just sucked it up and he's like, okay, I gotta do it. Gotta do it today. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think anyone's cut themselves with the knife. And if they did, it was a, a minor little scrape. No, this guy, I guess, full-on, like, Whoa. cut his entire thumb open today. Well, he probably didn't do it on purpose. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't on purpose. The way he explained it to me, he incorrectly was trying to open uh, a package. And 
one thing led to another. Oh, that's going to be a great uh, omission of guilt to workman's code. Was incorrectly using the knife. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they're not going to pay you nothing. And now he's supposedly on light duty, which means he's going to do absolutely nothing and just go home every day. I'm thinking in his report, Domino's is racist. <laughs> the knife is black. I am white. I am now. You had a black handle. You're fucked up. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a straight knife. It was. I am oh, a straight man. male. The knife is serrated and has curves. <laughs> so if it was less serrated, would it be of less of a racial wound or? I could see it already. This just in: racist black knife attacks white pizza boy. <laughs> yeah, fuck. You need to watch uh, Paradise PD, and uh, they make uh, there's this episode where uh, a black cop shoots himself. It's like a, he gets hit by a ricochet. His oh. gun discharges. He sees his reflection in the in the mirror. Sees another black male. Gets scared. Pulls the trigger. Ricochets. It shoots him in the in the leg. And he's uh, then everyone uh, they have him on the news later. And they they go so tell us your story. And he's like yeah well, um, you know pretty much uh, you know I got scared and uh, you know the gun you know discharged and I, I shot myself on accident. And they go, so you admit to shooting a black man? And he goes, well, yeah. And they go, so you you, you are racist. And he's like, uh, no. They go, but you just admitted to shooting an unarmed black man. And uh, the episode just goes from there. It's pretty pretty funny because they were making fun of the media all the way through. Because the, the, the media always, uh, you know, puts a spin on everything. Yeah, they love that shit. I should find the episode of which one it is. But, uh, that's not a beer. I wish it was. But yeah, funny episode. Very funny. I was thinking about eating a mushroom tonight, but I'm going to save that for tomorrow. What's going on tomorrow? Yeah. Rock climbing. Nice. What to do for you? Uh... <clears throat> prevents me from getting discouraged and then actually I have this uh, constant pain that I've been dealing with uh, in my right arm it feels like tennis elbow and it make it makes sense because obviously I have to wrench sometimes at work and it's a it's a ratchet elbow it's a ratchet elbow exactly what it is an impact elbow and a hammer yeah, elbow. impact elbow hell yeah <laughs> Your elbow has seen one too many agadagas for the week. Yeah, for sure. And it sucks because, like, I, you know, we only have two days to have fun. Like, uninhibited fun, I feel. And uh, I go hard, man. And it sucks because this thing only lets me climb, like, one or two routes, and then I have to, like, sit, be in pain for a little while until it goes away. Then I could do some more. And that's just the pattern. It takes fucking forever. Well. But... Is it an old muscle or something, or don't vertebrae, know. or what? I don't know. I probably just have to rest it, but we don't do that stuff here. You know what I like to say? I ain't no bitch. Yeah. 
not a bitch. I'll, I'll be in the corner and I'll be like, ow, but I'll be fine. You know? <laughs> ow. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to decipher what's uh, pain and or what's arthritis or what's actually a, a injury to keep training on it sometime. Yeah. Yeah, like this is definitely an injury, I feel. Definitely an injury. Unless it is arthritis. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Goddamn. You uh, lay on your elbows a lot, or what? Huh? You lay on your elbows a lot, like you, like when you sleep. You know, do you lay your head on your arm? Is your elbow constantly in like a weird position? No, no. Actually, I I sleep generally not crazy posed. I'm pretty like I roll around, but I'm never on top of myself like that. One time I was able to sleep like Dracula. I just decided when I went to sleep, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to sleep on my back, with my covers just like this, and my hands right here on my chest, and I'm gonna wake up just like this. And I did. It was awesome. That's wild. Yeah. Never happened again. That's, that's, how, I, that's how I take naps at work. Like if I do, or how I used to, I would yeah. just lay on the hard top. Do you still take that? Like a rag. No. But I don't exert myself in my job as much as I used to do. Oh, that's good. Any of my government, military stuff. Yeah. Being uh, like a track mechanic, like it, it's like almost like being an athlete. Like yeah. it, all those, all the road arms, road wheels, the torsion bars. Yeah. Um, all that shit is so heavy. Yeah. But old times, I would do it again, but I don't know at my getting older age that if, how much I could beat myself up. Yeah. Even just trying to work out, uh, you know, two to three days a week is hard. People are going to laugh, oh, that's all you work out, but okay. Come lift weights on your own free time and tell me that you you do that every day, is that good for you? Yeah. I'm not a bodybuilder or a or, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm no glamour shot model on Snapchat. Look at me not sweating in the gym. Yeah, look at me taking up space and irritating everybody around me. And I love that. I'm glad. I'm glad that people are getting called call out on that. <clears throat> Making videos in the gym. That shit's garbage, dude. Fuck off. Yeah, you're not there to make. Go home. and you're taking up space. Yeah. That's when you just keep walking in the shot and like, you know, with the okay symbol, you know, showing the, the what is that in the sign language? Asshole or butthole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, there's, there, there's definitely a backlash against that whole culture of calling people creeps just for being around. Just yes, because I'm in the male and female are yeah. creating the videos too. Yeah, I know. It's dumb. It's dumb. But people recognize, man. People recognize all that shit now. Yeah, they're. they're really, if you call somebody a creep or a noun, you're a racist or you're a, a bigot or. You know. Uh, I guess it's. Uh, 
Do you think it's uh, wrong for me to be uh, offended by uh, their uh, accusations? Hmm. I mean... Or do I just need to grow up? I mean, if even really? if you're even if you're an old guy, <laughs> or whatever, you still be confused. I don't know. To me, there's like two ways of thinking of it. It's like you be just like them and just be instantly offended for whatever reason, or you just, I guess, grow grow the fuck up and like, oh, well, you know, I I know what I said was in in a good manner. And not in some just, uh, oh, any of you guys illegal? I saw some ice <laughs> out there. It's like, not really how that was thrown off, but, yeah. you know, that's I like, how I like they that. understood it, I guess. Any of you guys illegal? <laughs> well, any of y'all and them illegal aliens? Mm-hmm. Where's your spacecraft at? There's a disclosure coming about you guys. You know, if, if it's any constantly, I don't want to put their business out there, but the couple has lived there for a couple of years now, right? Yeah. And I know them. But here just recently, two family members came to live with them. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter what ethnicity they are, because if ICE is going to come after you, it, it's just immigration, period. You know? Yeah, totally. You're a panda. If you're an illegal fucking panda, you know, they have ICE has the right to come in here and investigate yeah. So, like I said, every day, you know, every almost every day, I see the the other parent. I greet him, shake his hand, um, and you know, that, I guess that's a good descriptive way. I'm on a handshake basis with the dad, yeah. talking to him, yeah. when I see him okay? because he's uh he's older generation, right? Yeah. I can't just go give him a fucking fist bump, you know. Yeah. Um. So all of a sudden here, we'll just say in the last 30 days, other half of the family comes in and, uh, okay, okay, welcome, you know, all that good shit, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, fucking, there's detectives at my fucking house. Yeah. And you're, I'm no detective, but that's when I said, hey, by the way, <clears throat> was out in the fucking parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Heads up. And then I'm like, oh, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't have reacted the way that they reacted, but then again, I'm not a sensitive guy like that, I guess. Hey, it was my first uh, real accusation of being a piece of shit like that, so it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Now you know what it feels like. Feels feels dumb, doesn't it? It was a little fuzzy inside, like, it, it got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that little fucker burns. He's, like, way down in there, but that fucker... It's like, damn. Yeah. Your fuzzy hurts. Little it's fucking racist fuzzy got tickled, man. Little fucking bastard. He's yeah. gonna be there forever. Yeah. It's like a heartburn that's not gonna go away. <laughs> I fucking hate heartburn. Because you eat all that fucking pizza and pasta. Well, I mean, I don't ever get heartburn. But when I do, it's like, I don't know. There's sometimes like, I'm going to take, I'll go to take like a deep breath. And my chest will be just so overwhelmed with this just 
pain where it just stops you in your tracks and you have to let go of your air. Like, that shit hurts, dude. I don't know if that's heartburn, but maybe I should go see a doctor. Wow. It very, very rarely happens, but maybe it's like a stress thing. That's true. It could be indigestion, but did you start getting those symptoms after you kissed that stripper at the at that club that one time, or was it always the moment? Everything happens after I kiss the stripper at the club. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do. <laughs> I think it was that was the last time I took the shot from the stripper's uh, asshole. Ooh, just kind of. Just kind of stuck the shot glass in it, and then I just took. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all that's fucked. <laughs> we never saw you that probably shot never glass again. A... <laughs> you can't. It's on your shelf. The shot glass. <laughs> that's uh. I guess you can call it the true definition of a butt chug. Uh-huh. <laughs> What that shot cost you? Um, my health. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> that's hilarious. A clinic visit. That's what it costed me. Yeah. You can't sit on a public on a toilet seat no more. Speaking of public toilet seats, oh I. I I can't. I just, I can't. Today was a factor in in why I still don't like going into public bathrooms. Like, I'll go in there and take a piss, but I will try and not touch anything with my hands. Like, use my foot to flush the toilet, use my foot to open the door back up. Like, I won't even wash my hands in there because of just how fucking nasty. Like, I'll go get some hand sanitizer. Today I walk into the Vaughn's bathroom. Well, I walked into Vaughn's and I'm looking in the alcohol section and out of nowhere I'm like, damn, I got a fucking piss. And you know, usually I can hold it for a second. It goes away. No, I damn near pissed my fucking pants sitting there watching the beer. I was like, all right, I have to go to the bathroom. So walk into the bathroom and I instantly get a whiff of like, my 600 pound life diarrhea for an hour up in that bathroom and it was just like you want to throw the fuck up yeah it was bad yeah i couldn't piss fast enough to get out of that goddamn bathroom yeah that's funny this there's this guy that regularly does that at work it's so horrible i hate that shit i know he can't help it i mean maybe if he were to stop eating like an animal Maybe that would stop, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, we got a mechanic at my other job, and uh, we like to call the bathroom his office. He's in there about four or five times a day for 20, 30 minutes. uh, He'll be walking through the um, little hallway and be like, going to the office. He's like, you. Is he a fatty? Huh? Is he a fatty? Or a slob? Oh, yeah. He's not like a slob, but he's 
he's a bigger guy. Yeah. Definitely doesn't look like he eats lettuce or oh. carrots or cucumber or any vegetable at that point, but. You know, speaking of fatties, I seen one today. And uh, it was in a security uniform at the bus stop. And I just kind of glanced over, then I had to do a double take. And all honestly, and I'm starting to see it more and more, and I don't know how to describe it, but uh, how do you, besides millennial, how do you describe a person with no gender uh, appearance? That, like literally like you would like literally have to like, you know, throw some money at this motherfucker or a cheeseburger to see. I guess you just, you know, say good morning, but I guess a voice could, would be judgmental as well, but, um, like he looks like a male and a female at the same time. Yeah. Because I've seen people who've had like throat surgeries and they sound like fucking women when they talk, sound all fucking weird. They had like a thyroid surgery. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have. I work with somebody like that at Domino's. Um, he has feminine fit features, and his hair is long. But his, <laughs> oh fuck you! His face. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> his hair is long, and you start busting up. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> His face has that like rhinoplasty look to it. Like they've went to the doctor. China doll. Yeah, has that look to it. And uh, he's a man, but he's like gayer than fuck. And you could just tell on the way he acts, talks, looks. But at the same time, like, he looks like a man and a female at the same time. And it's like, if you look at him and you're just kind of like, wait, what the fuck is that thing? Tim had it spelled out for me like a year after I wasn't even around, almost two years after. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. I didn't know. (laughs) Are Are we talking about... Who I think yeah. we're talking about? Oh no, I'm talking about a whole other person. But at the same time, we are talking about that person. Oh my god! Same person, yeah. yeah. Oh there's yeah, there's more of them. Yeah, no, that, that motherfucker had tits, dude. Like, it wasn't like fat man tits. Like that was like boobies, boobies. Yeah, like. You could take uh, some estrogen pills that, that do that shit. Oh, oh, dude. I don't know how much I could say on the podcast because I don't know if he's going to listen to it or not. Probably won't. You remember? Uh, don't say names. Uh, uh, not Kenneth. Remember the other one? Not not uh, our, our, our favorite. but the, Yeah, but the, <laughs> the male unicorn. Yeah, yes, yes, the the Chaliger guy, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is, uh, he just came out and said he's going to be transgender. He started taking estrogen pills. 
Ooh, what are you gonna be like an old beat up fucking whore? Like how could someone <laughs> like that like <sighs> Yeah, dude, I don't know. And what's even crazier, dude? I went to the mall like two days ago and I saw him. He's working Oh, I can't. fuck, I already said too much probably. Just say um, where they, where does, where does this person work? Sabaro. Never go there now. Yeah, I, I went and spoke with him, and uh, he wants to get go back over to Domino's, but uh, he's on a uh, a no fly list. Interesting. Yeah, it's understandable. Damn, that's just it, man. The, it's just such a bad outcome, dude. I know that there's good outcomes, but in general, it's just such a bad fucking outcome for the people that choose that. And that's unpopular as fuck. I'm canceled as shit right now. But the yeah. the the rate hey, of, the rate of fucking suicide amongst post op transgender people is really high. And the like, rate the, the rate of regret self <laughs> self admitted regret is pretty high too. Waking up in pain, regret. I don't even know, man. I just, I, you know, I, I can't, I can't imagine being so concerned over something so fucking trivial. To me, it's trivial because there's real shit that's probably gonna go down here, all over the globe, and people are still concerned about transgender shit. Like, yeah, whatever, whatever about that. Hey, it's an expensive regret. It is. It is. This has been going on for a long time now, though. Like, how long has LGBTQ like fucking? Well, I mean, it's it's from like the doing their shenanigans from the dawn of time, right? This is this is the the narrative, and I don't doubt that that's true. But as far as like, yeah, the political weight and stuff like that, probably from, I would say probably from like the the late eighties. Like it, it started to to really have a lot of a lot of weight uh, in popular culture, and actually started to matter to policymakers, or supposedly matter to policymakers. I don't think anything really matters to them, except themselves. Yeah, because I know that um, this was like ten years ago, maybe a little more. They finally, uh, you know, they they did a big outburst for. You know, they wanted to be able to legally marry same sex and, and they finally made it a law. Uh-huh. And then, I don't know if it was just me, but it kind of like died out. Like you stopped seeing it on the news. They finally got what they wanted. And now it's like we've gotten into, there's teachers in schools teaching people about the pride flag and making kids say the Pledge of Allegiance, but not the Pledge of Allegiance. It's like the pledge to fucking LGBTQ to the pride flag every morning instead of you know, the Pledge of Allegiance and shit like that. And the, it, the pot is continued to continuously getting stirred because it's like we tell them like, hey, you know, that's an educational school. That's a no-no. And they're like, oh, I'm gay and you're not going to stop me from doing what I want to do. It's like, well, there's a difference between being PC, you know, polit- politically correct, and then educationally correct is like, you know, not going to go into an anatomy class and say, there's 55 genders. No, it's either you got a dick or pussy and 
you're one of the two. Yeah. You can feel however you want, but being anatomically correct, you're like one or two, or actually, I forgot, tuna. Yeah. But, uh, you did forget you know, tuna. Fucking, you're canceled, dude. Yeah, I'm canceled now. That's it. I personally cancel you, Tim. Welcome to the club. I don't know. I I stopped caring. (laughs) Not about canceling, but... uh, (laughs) I still care about canceling. (laughs) There's going to be nothing that you can say personally. Or how educationally, historically correct you can be. You're still going to be wrong. So I've given up. I don't care, and you can have a dick and a pussy, or no pussy and no dick, or just a pussy, or feel like a, a walrus today. That's on you, dude. You're the one with all the eyes on you. I'm just going to uh, do what I do, and uh, stay out of other people's business, I guess. I'll have my opinion on it, but at the end of the day, it'll never be a fact to them. Yep, true that, man. I got a question for you guys. So uh, at one of the fast food chains that we stop in, there's a worker there. If you go in there at any random time, she'll be back from having uh, some sort of uh, plastic surgery or procedure done. Uh Because you can see the the way she's wearing bandages and stuff, which is kind of weird. You wouldn't think that she'd be able to uh, be working in a fast food restaurant with uh, facial bandages. Um. Okay, so long story short, she has a bot and paid for bolt-on TikTok body. She looks like a fucking weird, voluptuous uh, who, uh, who from Whoville. Yeah. It was like, I don't even know how to describe her look. It's definitely some weird cosplay shit. Guys, right, you know, I've got to see this. Where's this at? Yeah. Okay, her ass is so big, like the the way they bolted on, it looks like they took the dually truck bed and like, you know, bolted it on. <laughs> like, um, it looks like her hips have been Dude, I wonder if it's a man. Holy shit. You've opened his eyes. Okay, so I can't I can't uh, be judgmental. Question is is would you date her? Because all these guys just of course, you know, are gonna be all oogling and all, you know. Would you take over the payments is what I'm asking. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. Especially. Finally, you you pressed enter. You put your routing and account number on the doctor's office payment. And she whips her dick out. You're fucked. What if she does have what, a penis? What if she's actually really badass? Real female. I mean, it's all beyond bolt-on me, but I think like 40 years from now, do you think all that those bolt-ons are all like wiggly and jiggly or is it still up and tight? I mean... Oh, wiggly, jiggly. That shit's got expiration dates, dude. So you have to pay to get it taken out? Breast implants have like a life expectancy of like less than 10 years. Like these, what about like ass, ass implants and the face implants? Same shit. It's just liquid sprayed into your ass. What no. would you do if you were fucking her and one of those burst open and you thought she was just squirting? Um, 
probably have to rush her to the hospital real quick, or else she'll die. One ass cheek is bigger than the other? Dang. You think she could sue you because you say, I'm going to fuck him, beat up that ass, and you, you know you broke it. Now you got to pay for it, right? Can I get a where's your your ass warranty for a thousand? <laughs> like that's so rough. You're gonna fucking make me rip, or you're gonna break me. I'm leaking. No, it's you're gonna you're going to pop my ass. <laughs> my ass popped. Oh man. My ass popped. That must be horrible though. Like, have you guys read any of those stories where their their implants did rupture? And, like, they almost fucking die. Yo! I saw this fucking video on Facebook. This chick had, like... So it looked like she had only, like, had B-cups originally. Uh-huh. And they shoved, like, a double D implant in her tit, and it looked... It's just oversized. Like, there's no moving it. It's so skin-tight that it just looks horrible. Yeah. Well... She posts this picture and she's bawling her eyes out. She's topless. And one titty <laughs> is flattened like you pop a balloon. Like you, it blows so much air into the balloon that it pops. Yeah. And then it falls to the floor and it's just laying there. Yeah. She taped that to her chest and the other one was just ginormous. Yeah. And there was a hole, <laughs> a hole in her fucking chest where it popped. Wow. And she's just like, my titty pops. What am I going to do? Yeah. Just go to the hospital. Go to the hospital. Yeah. Not make YouTube videos. Stay <laughs> yeah. Up. This deflated fucking football titty that she had. <laughs> and Stewie Did Griffin's head on the life? other. Damn. Say what? As you say, was she on the treadmill at the gym making a TikTok video? No, she was one of those Barbie doll fucking... TikTok fucking whatever you want to call them or nothing on my body is, is legit anymore everything has been stuck with a needle hey Tim you be nice they're influencers <laughs> yeah influencers damn That's influence so much that they blow smoke up each other's asses yeah That's gnarly and that's a, it's, it's such a serious addiction, too, that some people have, the plastic surgery. You, you get so far, like, you have to continue with it. Like, you can't just have one big bottom lip and one small upper lip because then you just, like, your husband beats you. You have to just go all the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah, like, I've, I've seen people, and, you know, honestly, they, they look... They're really fucked up, man. They're really fucked up, and I think I think a lot of them know that they're fucked up, but they just keep doing it just because they have such crazy, uh, like, body dysmorphia that no amount of logic or fucking talking therapy will really help them. But what, what this one lady did for herself, because she had uh, a big addiction to facial surgery, reconstruction, and she looked fucked, man. Like it was, it was really bad. Is they they gave her like a distorted mirror, like a funhouse mirror, it had ripples in it. And she would look at the mirror, and she was like, ah, yes. Like this helps me psychologically. And because of that mirror, 
and her ability to gain some kind of like pleasure from her distorted image she no longer continued with uh, plastic surgery did it alter her perspective yeah yeah maybe it's it's just like so f- such a fucked image like the f- as far as the distortion proportions and stuff from the ripples in the mirror that she didn't have thoughts maybe for like the first time and who knows her, her her whole life where she thought to herself wow i wish this looked this way instead you know like just interesting to try and imagine what about that she can't see yeah myself under the knife like that yeah i can't either i mean I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do to my face. I don't know how I would want to alter it, you know? I know I'm not the most attractive dude ever, but I don't give a fuck. Like, I really don't understand that addiction in particular. Have you seen um, the liposuction procedure where they, they stick the rod, that suction rod, in between the layers of skin, and they, they have to jab it in there, and they got to break the fat up, and they just yeah. constantly just stabbing in there and yeah. running that rod in there? Uh-huh. Um, I've seen them do uh, bra- uh, breast augmentation. Uh, I've seen uh, brain surgery. You know, they they can you know move your face. You know, or, you know, peel back your scalp, scalp, and just lay it forward, and yeah. uh, just your face, you know, right there. Yeah. Uh, now I've also years ago, even before this whole fucking uh, transgender uh, facade. Uh, man, I want to say. Uh, there used to be a TV uh, channel, and it would broadcast, and it was called the Surgery Channel. Oh, yeah, I remember and that shit, yeah. So you would just, like, if you were flipping through channels, all of a sudden you would just flip into the channel, and they're fucking peeling someone's fucking face off, or, uh, you know, like I said, doing liposuction. Yeah. But I turned on one day, and their, um, their um, polite way of saying it, they're dissecting the, the penis, uh-huh. And they're uh, like the way they did it. It was almost like they're like they were skinning a rabbit in a way because the way they made the incision and they like they peeled all this like the foreskin uh, like where you would have a foreskin. Yeah. And they cut it off and they're like and they, I was watching the description and it was like you know we take this off and save this set it aside for later procedure. This is good, what's going to make the vulva or the labia, yeah. and and uh, it got to like to the point where they were um, using the shaft, like the meat of the the penis, and it was just going like they were just cutting that dick apart. It was a fucking trip on how they were. Imagine waking up from Africa surgery like that and having all those skin, nerve ending tissue removed. Oh yeah, reinserted. Yeah. I can only imagine the type of pain you are, let alone trying to get back to work within, you know, you know, a couple of weeks and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that I, I saw a video. It was like a uh, cartoony-ish video, I guess you could say. It wasn't like the real thing, but basically, like they cut around the urethra, like the the pee hole, I guess you can call it. I don't really the don't know the correct terms for it, but the the tube you piss out of. Yeah. They cut. All of that out, moved it to the side, and then like 
flipped basically just the meat of it and just sewed it all together, stuck it in, started uh. sewing this fucking oval in, and then basically like on the, the top of it, the top of the inside of it, put it back in there and <laughs> put the skin back together. It was grossest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, I've heard stories that uh, the procedure would fail and get completely done with it. And then it would all kind of just unfold. Kind of unravel. Out. <laughs> yeah, unravel. And they'd have to oh, go cool. back and get the surgery again. Damn. Damn. The body rejects what happens pretty much, right? Yeah, just about. It's like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> this sucks, <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh, thanks, dude. Fuck that. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, well, we, can't, we can't really speak. I've never been compelled so strongly for something that I would even think about doing something like that. But, so All right, well, let me ask you this. Would you consider that courage? I mean, yeah, you have to be... You have to be prepared for some shit, you know? Well, it's just like getting out of bed, I guess you could say. You have to have courage to get out of bed. It's so fucking warm in my bed in the morning, dude, that I'm like, I am not getting out of bed, oh, but God. I have to have the courage <laughs> to get out. You have to have the courage. Oh, wait. You, ah, you chopped your cojones off. <laughs> you have to have you have to have the 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 vagina to do it. I'm the inside out dick. The uh, pee pee no more inside out trick feeling to get out of bed. Yeah, no, that's that's gnarly, man. But just think about that, dude. Like like just like the plastic surgery face woman, you know, like. How many times she went under the knife, and every single time is just as invasive as the last, and just to keep, to keep going. It's uh, that that train of thought. While it may not be addiction, definitely probably not addiction, but might be some kind of addictive train of thinking. Uh, now, that that le- leads you to that point of taking action like that. And undergoing such a such a grueling experience. Did uh, Michael Jackson have some sort of a condition that he was he ever diagnosed for his plastic surgery addiction? No, but it's obvious that he had it. I mean, he had serious body dysmorphia, which is why he had so many procedures done to alter his appearance. It was all his. It's all his doing, you know. All his his choice. I guess I guess you can kind of put it together like uh, putting makeup on. It's just permanent makeup to them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You think about it. You get the surgery done to have the the inside out dick. You really having your dick chopped off, or are you just kind of pushing in your belly button? They want two belly buttons too. Yeah, you know, you're just turning an Audi into an Innie. You really think about it. Oh, God, I'm just thinking about the pain. Good Lord, that's so crazy, dude. 
hey, you want to know something funny about um, what I knew? I've, I've known a couple, um, are they post-ops, uh, you know, transgenders, uh-huh. I guess you would call them. Yeah. They're, they're women now, right? So, you know, that's what you got to call them, right? Yeah. I know a couple women. And uh, so I was, uh, I went in trying to get another client and I went to drop off some uh, literature, business cards and stuff. And I looked over my shoulder and there was a uh, sad person, right? The look on that fucking person's face was like, oh, I hope he doesn't tell everybody, you know, I, I guess the way you could say it, but like, you know, really I could give a fuck, you know, I mean, actually I really didn't really even want to talk to that person or deal with their uh, personality. We'll just say that. Okay. okay. But their look of fear of me that I was going to be the one to unveil her, I guess. Yeah. Like the shaman was here. You just could read the person's mind. I was like, why are you getting so scared? Like, you know, like, no, no one gives a fuck about you over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was just ironic of their, you know, the, the deer in the headlights look. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> you put you put a big ass target on yourself, you know, too, when you do that. <clears throat> and uh, I imagine it's it's traumatic. Everybody has feelings. Uh, when you do get pointed out in a negative way, but it's just one of those things, man. I don't know. Like you just have to understand what goes with the territory there, and. But again, we are we are all human. Nobody's uh, immune, no matter how prepared you are for the majority of the world to look at you as if you're a fucking weirdo, you know. Which you might very well be a weirdo. Well, on, on the weirdo aspect, I worked with another one, and you know, somebody you know said, "Hey, watch out for that guy." And I'm like, "Why?" You know, "Oh, he's a he's a tranny." I'm like, "Oh." And I'm like, and I care because why? You know, is he a good mechanic? Yeah. Okay. Well, then who cares? You know. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, yeah. for two, for two years or more, every fucking day, I heard faggot this, tranny this, fucking weirdo, right? Until this person came back from Brazil off after vacation. She came back. He came back all new woman, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what? Almost every comment was. Almost every fucking guy at work was other than. Hey, do you think I can get our number? Uh-huh. Overnight it changed to Oh, I wonder what it's like. Oh, I wanna I wanna take her out. Oh, maybe you know she'll go out for a beer with and I'm like Weren't you calling her a fucking faggot every day for the last fucking four hundred days straight? Yeah. Now you can't wait to be the first one in line. I heard some of the fucking craziest fucking shit about these fucking people with their desire towards that individual wow. after they got a lot of, I, I can't repeat the stuff they said. It'd be way too censored for our uh, uncensored channel. Yeah. <clears throat> but some pretty uh, good one-liners, let me tell you. Uh, this is the way I kind of see it is in through my perspective I, I, I really don't care how I look I'll, I'll wear fucking whatever I want I, I wear fucking shorts in the cold and pants in the fucking heat and 
mix match fucking colors. I don't care. And I, I think to them it's more of a, well, how do I look? You know, am I presentable? You know, it's in their own way compared to out of these pants match the shirt. That's the way I kind of see it, you know? They just want to, quote unquote, look good for the public because they want people to notice them in a good way or however people see it. And there's that group that disagrees with the, and, you know, they're kind, I guess you could say. And you know, there's going to be that backlash. But for people that are in the similar mindsets, that's, you know, the ones that they're trying to be presentable to because that's the ones that they kind of click with to, with each other. Just like you <clears throat> go out in public and, you know, you put your, your cool shirt on you like and you put on your cool pants and you put on your fancy shoes and you're walking through the store and hopefully you find fucking some some hot chick that gives you the confidence to go up you know what i mean like it's the same for them that's the way i kind of see it so it's just like y'all i'm gonna make fun of them in my head but at the same time it's just like well they they have a a entirely different outlook on the way i'm i'm talking about them in my head yeah to them they think they're hot as shit to me, I think they look like a fucking an elephant, but you know, at the same time, it's yeah, like you said, everybody is human. They they'll have their own different outlooks on life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I look okay, but I could tell that the majority of women think I look like shit sometimes. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. Hey, check this out. So. All aside, I've actually seen a picture, or say physical evidence, uh-huh. when I was on the, on the construction. <laughs> physical evidence, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. One of the coworkers on the construction crew, I I got warned by a couple of coworkers, and they said that hey, that guy likes trains. So I was like, oh okay, you know, whatever. I don't care. Whatever, yeah. So we're up on the rooftop one day when he starts confessing to me. He goes, "You don't understand how beautiful she is." How famous she is. And I guess in his hometown, this dude, he was telling me, he goes, you can't tell. He goes, he goes, even if you saw her, you would think she was the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And then I, he kept on telling me about her and how great in bed she was and everything else. And I was just like, screw you, homie. But he, that dude was in love. And he was uh, married at kids, but that was his little freaky dish on the side was uh, going down to Mexico and get the, get the tranny bitches. Really? <laughs> That's kind of weird. I mean, like, I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> yeah. That's his cup of tea. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. People are into weird fucking shit. That's for sure. But there's a reason why all that stuff is so popular in Brazil and Thailand and all those areas. That shit is in demand, dude. It has to be in demand, otherwise that stuff wouldn't exist, you know? And then you Yes, re- that's a good way to bring home apes to the wife. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, the, when I was working construction, I, I was in Washington. And I didn't see it myself. Uh, but there were these two dudes... And uh, they were from California too, and 
my buddy who was staying in the same hotel with them which uh me and my friend were in a different hotel <clears throat> and he said that they picked up a prostitute and like they were all smoking crystal meth and all kinds of crazy shit just construction guy shit you know and uh they were fucking so they they were just fucking one after another prostitute over there and they were like high as hell on crystal dude they were just doing all kinds of wild shit and, and my buddy he was just like watching them here and there from his room he's like oh my god these guys are horrible and uh when they went back home i guess they had to like kind of carpool together to drop everybody off and so it's like my friend he drove a lot of the way and he got to know them a little bit better and they're like yeah we have family kids one guy was try- <clears throat> trying to get his wife pregnant too and it was like oh fuck like that's that's fucked up man like and so my friend was in a moral dilemma he was like dude like he's like i told my girl about it and honestly i don't know like he didn't know whether or not it was morally right or wrong for him to inform their families of what they do when they're out there working and uh i don't know i i told him that that's a pretty hairy one if i were in his shoes i fuck i don't i don't know man i don't know it would just be hard for me to face the family and be complicit in a lie by virtue of me not saying anything I would like to think that if I were in his shoes and I met their families and they offered, hey, you know, eat some lunch before you go, I would have to say something, dude. Maybe that makes me a rat, but that's just fucked up, I think. That's exactly what it is. Do you think it's disrespectful to the wife that she doesn't know, or is it the brother, the bro before ho aspect on that? No, no, it's nothing like that that I care about. It's just like... um, Cause you're gonna throw you're gonna throw their family into chaos unless she knows that they're doing that, which who knows you know maybe maybe she does maybe she doesn't, and then all right I maybe I I missed this but uh-huh. did he know that they were going down there to do that or was it just like hey come with us and then it happened? No, like we're we're all working on a on a construction site together. And he just happened to witness it as a bystander uh, oh, stay, staying okay. in the hotel room across the way. Saw the bitches going, coming or going? Yeah. Huh? Saw the cops take her out on a stretcher for the EMTs? Dude, <laughs> he said some shit, man. It was all bad. It was like, it was fucked up. Those, those women were strung out. They were strung out. It was just, it was just horrible. What would you guys have done? Hmm. Well, it's a hard subject. Depends on how, how well you knew the, the family, or, or right. Just had no contact with those people. Just not talked with them or their family. Just <laughs> like whatever. You, you're a dirty fucking bastard. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Um, one of my clients, someone had pulled me to the side, and they told me like, "Hey, when you go over there, you know." There's this guy there, you know, whatnot. Well, what happens is, is 
there's two guys at work and then the wife will come there to work and um, you know they they tag team her or some shit uh-huh. but whenever I'm there talking to this client I'm looking him in the face the only thing I could picture is this dude fucking like fucking this other dude's fucking wife every time I go over there I, oh, just, no. I just think of that fucking story so I can't like really respect the dude 100% because I, I can't I just look at this dude, I can just picture him, you know, just right here. I'm like, I was always like, look around like the office or I always wonder, you know, sometimes like, hey, so like, you know, where do you guys fuck around here? (laughs) Where do you guys fuck around here? (laughs) Uh Um, Or knowing that like the secretary got banged out in her office on the desk. So like every time I'm like, I'm in the HR office and I'm just like looking at the desk, I'm just like looking down at the desk, you know, I'm trying to make eye contact, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I'm like, so, huh, that's the stapler I heard about, you know, or. <laughs> yeah. Many yeah. things, many things happen in respectable buildings, man. Yeah, very true. Especially the Oval Office. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a, that's a very respectable building. A lot of bullshit happens. How many hookers do you think have been uh, put into the Uber address, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? Oh, man. I don't know, but it was definitely like the premium Uber with the, uh, with an order for silence under penalty of death. I wonder if in some of the big uh, hotels, if there's like a, a hooker union break room in all, all the big chain hotels. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, man? Because it is legal up there. Isn't it? Where? Prostitution is legal in Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's. Uh, I'm not sure how that how that goes. I don't know is if it it's Vegas? prostitution, but if it's brothels. Yeah, brothels yeah. is like legal prostitution. Yeah, there's like a there's a more specific ordinance uh, for that. No, the brothels are out here in Pahrump. But prostitution on the strip is legal. That's what all those uh, business cards are that they advertise. Oh, yeah. Or they just hand you. It has the picture of the bitches on it. Yeah. And what you do is you call the number. It's like an escort service. Yeah. And uh, they ask you how many people are going to be in the room, uh, how long you want her there. And you have to, like, pay, like, almost pretty much with, like, a credit card over the phone. And that's the escort service. Then, then the hoe comes to your room, and then you got to pay her, like whatever you got to, whether it's ten dollars, forty dollars. I mean, it depends on you know what you're getting your money's worth. But and uh, that's it. And then the cops don't don't fuck with them because it's legit. And I'm sure the there's a surcharge or there's got to be a, a new uh, a Vegas Strip a surcharge fee for that escort. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Could only imagine the whatever the government tax is on you getting some fucking ass. <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't know. That's just crazy. Poker search. I, I would never. Uh, I would never engage in that. I've, I've watched too many. Uh, too many testimonials of the women that are doing that shit. Now, there's a lot of dudes out there that don't think about that at all, though. They're just like, oh no, it's just. They're all like uh, self-centered, carnal desire. You know, 
you know, when you uh, travel abroad and they ask you to business pleasure and all that, uh, in countries like the Philippines and other places like that, it's like uh, one of the questions the customs will ask you is, are you here to engage with uh, in sex or uh, sex for money? Are you here to engage for sex with underage children? It's it's a fucked up uh, questionnaire. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a part. It, it's a part of the way it is over there. Yeah. That the one of the number one tourist thing isn't there to you know uh, go on vacation on the beach. It's uh, yeah, I'm here to visit your brothels. Yep. Yep, it's true. It's undeniable, and you you know that there's there's been a lot of um, there's been a few stories that I've seen this year, already, of like sex tourists, and they get their fucking asses kicked or they get killed over there. And uh, the workers or the Johns? The Johns. Really? Yeah. And like probably, de- I don't want to say deservedly so. Nobody deserves to get murdered. Uh, but yeah, like they they're they're totally uh, they get set up. You know, the girl like kind of lures them to a spot, and then a bunch of dudes come out and beat the shit out of you and uh, steal your stuff, or they kill you and they steal your stuff. Sounds like uh, Chicago and Detroit. <laughs> it does. It does. I really. You know who I heard one of the. The number one human trafficker, or not one of like, but one of the biggest uh, human traffickers are, is um, cruise ships. Cruise ships, huh? Yeah, because like you know, there's so many people that go missing on cruise ships all the time. You should see. Uh, there's a documentary because there's so many people that go missing on cruise ships uh, so often that uh, there's this fucked up weird process to the point where even families are like. Are you kidding me? You just destroyed my missing daughter's stuff, and that's it to you guys. Like they just pack up your sh- pack up your room, and they just assume you got off the ship and uh, wanted to stay in, you know, wherever the fucking ship was. A doc, they're gone. All right, well, and they really don't notify your your families either. Uh, there's a lot of families that really have to go and dig into uh, missing people on uh, cruise ships, and then it has to do with the staff and stuff. And uh, well, there's there's a stupid saying that. Uh, uh, I've said, but um, if somebody's making your CDU payment, do you really give a fuck? Like, you know, really, what happens at, at your job? Yeah. And uh, look at all these cops that are on uh, payrolls. Doesn't matter, you know. You can put a conspiracy behind it. You know, uh, there's all kinds of organizations of people that you know that are you know kidnapping people and with the human trafficking and stuff. But yeah. Um, how do you, uh, what country do you go to? Who's responsible for a missing person when they were either came missing in between ports, missing at a port, didn't check back in? And then remember, they have, um, they can see when you go, every time you go in and out of your room, even if you go up to the laundry and you do your uh, little key card to get in there. Yeah. So they could tell when you, when the last time you were in your room and, you know, these people, just fucking go completely missing and the cruise ship just says oh well here's your bags nobody claimed your bags so we're gonna destroy your bags and they incinerate that shit what that's crazy shit I've never heard about that yeah it's like the 
Uh, I know there's like the the there's a, the documentary. It's called the the 411. It's like the 400 and missing 411 missing people in the national parks. Oh yeah, yeah, missing 411. Because uh, because like if you there's a weird law like if you c- commit murder inside a national park, they can't really uh, organize a jury because nobody lives in national parks. Yeah, and your jury has to be. Uh, so when you start getting into international law or maritime law, you know, if they don't want to look for you, they don't have to. Yep. And they, they make that evident that, oh, oh, missing. Here's your stuff. Pack up the room. And it's like such routine that I, it just, I'm not saying it happens every day, but look yeah. how many cruise lines are out there. Different, uh, there's hundreds of cruise ships out there. Yeah. And even if it's just one person, every other cruise ship or every other three cruises that somebody, one person goes missing, you know, that's yeah. still, uh, still significant. Yep. That's horrible. Yeah. I could totally see that. Totally see that. And then it's a ship with so much of it, you know, you as a, as a passenger, you have no idea. You probably have no idea of 50% of the, sh- the ship, what it is, where it's at. Who's on it? Nothing at all. That's scary as fuck, dude. Uh, the one time I was on a cruise ship, uh, there was a couple times where I, I got really baked and I would just like, if I could find a door that was open or would open, I would just go down a stairwell or uh, a walkway or just keep, keep on going. That, that fucking ship is just endless. That was a small old ship. Imagine one of those really big Disney ships. Yeah. That's crazy shit, dude. No way. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch some of that stuff. Did you see the guy that uh, they just found not so long ago? He was out. Uh, he, ma- he made it alive. He said uh, he, his, <laughs> he went to go take a piss is what his sister said. And then he walked uh never came back. And, uh, of course, you know, if you're drunk, you know, it's not late at night on a ship, you're just going to piss off the rest of the, sh- the edge of the ship just like any other guy, right? Yeah. Well, he fell off, and then uh, the Coast Guard found him two days later. He fucking shredded water for two fucking days. Wow. And uh, they said, oh, the investigation is still, you know, going. Uh, you're just out taking a piss, and uh, oops. Damn. Fucking tough dude, man let alone trying to repatch your marriage with your wife and you insist that she re- gets a balcony suite. And you know how much your wife loves margaritas? Uh-huh. You know, sir, I don't know what happened or where she went. <laughs> Damn, that'd be so easy to do. Just, like, run up on the balcony, swoop somebody from their fucking feet. No? That guy's gone. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy, and then all the destroying the evidence stuff. That's that's fucking bastardly, dude. That's definitely some connected, some connected network stuff. Imagine being like a five-time mayor, uh, you know, uh, groom, and then the the travel agents saying, "Do you want your regular honeymoon balcony suite?" <laughs> so fucked man that's crazy <clears throat> that's so crazy 
I bet you Leonardo DiCaprio would do that to people as soon as they turn 25 if he could. <laughs> you know how that's funny? I just I just recently found out about that. Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, like... So you, <laughs> uh-huh. Does that make him a pedo, or...? No, he's not. Technically not. Look at that age gap. He's only going to get older. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's an age gap, but he's within legality. Now, is he within what we would call normalcy? Probably not. No. Would you call that an addiction? Totally. (laughs) Totally. I would call it an addiction that he has. And I have a feeling that if there was no legal age limit, he would go even further with his actions, if you know what I mean. I mean, shit, dude, 18 is, like, as fresh as they come. And if that's what he's doing, like, you know he's he's in that mindset. But you can't say that because it's not morally correct. Yeah. He's not morally correct himself. Yeah, totally. That's why I don't, I don't doubt that he has that pedophilic uh, bent to him. But he's he's limited because he gives a shit about his life. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you this: Do you think he uh, has reservations on a said island? Guaranteed. Oh yeah, I bet he's on the list for sure. <laughs> he's in the top five. <laughs> he may even have his own island that other people come and compare. Oh, he did have. The, I think it's called Shutter Island. Yeah. Shut her. Oh Shut damn. Yep. Yeah. Oh no, you were a mask. All your mask. Walk out here living in her. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's about. It's gonna be right two hours. Right now, I think I'm fading. Ooh. Bunch of random shit. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good podcast. All right, guys. Well, have a good night. All right. Um, Legit propaganda. Yeah, at protonmail.com still no mail fuck you <laughs> no one's no one's mailed us <laughs> no email us already send us something even if it says fuck you I hate your podcast it's something yeah oh uh, by the way I shared uh, our podcast with uh, the guy that I bought an amplifier from in uh, Ridgecrest and Uh-oh. James asked him he's like hey how uh, what'd you think of our podcast he was like I listened to it for a little bit. It was a little out there. <laughs> he probably turned us off within the first fucking couple of minutes. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, we're full of shit. That's funny. <laughs> Especially this one. Oh man, this one's this one's a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, if you turn an any into an Audi, this podcast is for you. Yeah. Or an Audi into an innie. Yep. Either way. Yep. yep. These cats are saying, yeah. Nope. They're all, my cats are all eunuchs anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had no choice. They're fucking just tunas now. Just tunas. All right, guys. Well, you, all right, guys. Take you it guys easy. Have a good night. Later. Raise the fast. The shit was flying.
I paint the whole room When it's time to get in trouble We know just what to do Now baby, give me something to live for I'll be in a fool I've been a fool No revelations in the water No tears into the booze And pace the floor Take it all back The regret that's got to stay in the hounds upon the track Sing it too